0: I'm just in my office chair I'm also also very drunk
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have our opener (laughs) You're listening to Barely on Topic With VA The biggest fraud of all is coming up Nick
2: Here comes the bagel boy himself Anthony A puck goes over the glass
0: Every stupid player on the ice puts their hand up Jeff
3: Then I moved to Canada
1: and Tim. Probably not. Episode. What episode is it? 11? Eleven? 11. Of season Eleven. 2. 11. And, and the first time that we've all been together for nine weeks or so.
4: Sometime in October. Yeah. We're whole again.
1: Oh, welcome to Barely on Topic. (laughs) Good to see you all. I've got more than a finger of bourbon and I think I've drank half of this, so cheers. 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 Salute! All right, so yeah, I was gone last week. It was an emergency situation, literally minutes before I was set to record. I got pulled away and nick you have my permission to state why these things happen like generally you know i mean don't say i'm going to go get a hysterectomy or something because that's not true
2: i like to keep the listeners guessing it's like ooh maybe the answer will be revealed on next week's episode mm.
1: At M. 9
0: mm-hmm. Shablon plot twist.
2: Yeah. <laughs> of course, i yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was not fun. I was so excited last week. I was wearing a shirt that I'm not wearing right now. I was all decked out. I was ready to go. And I couldn't I couldn't show you what I was wearing. You would have all been... Um, you would have been all kind of upset and ragey or something. It was my Yossi shirt. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Um... And that is downstairs, and I'm not going to go get it, because it has to be the right moment. It was like, I was wearing bright fucking gold, guys. <laughs> fucking bright gold. What was
2: your uh, How was your road trip, by the way? It was
1: good? Yeah, it was good. It was good. good. It would have been great had I not fallen down the stairs just mm-hmm. before I left. You know what I mean? Right. And had I not caught this plague mm-hmm. on the way back. So, you know. <laughs>
2: so besides those two huge things, it was good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, it was good. I got hot chicken. That was good. I walked up and down the street in Nashville a lot. That was good. Did you listen to the episode? I went in major detail, so I'm not going to go into too much detail. I know. Anthony, wake up. I'm awake. You looked like you were asleep. Nope. Jeff looks like he's bored, and Tim is like, "I'm waiting for the bucks." Excellent. So it's three and a half hours. Mm -hmm. All right. So I think, in all fairness to to Jean Catherine, who was.
4: She's great, by the way. She's great.
1: Yeah, I think we She's should all come sport, up with her. good
4: sport despite our... us, um, being... per, her good name. Yes,
1: <laughs> I think it's only fair that we all come up with our own little happy name right now.
4: Oh, I got one for me.
1: Sure.
2: Nick Baptismo. Nick
0: <laughs> <laughs> Baptismo.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: I got I... one. Yes. I got one for me.
0: Anthony Amable.
1: <laughs> yes, it has to be a hyphenated name, so yes, sure.
3: Timothée Albert. Okay. Ooh.
1: I would of course be Virginie Catherine. So Very nice. I always make it sound like I know how to speak French. I really don't. <laughs> I'm terrible at it. That's why it's I German.
3: I probably should more given that my mom is from Frenchville, Maine. But I don't as much. Mm.
1: Jeff, come on now. Play along. You can make up any name. Any name you want.
4: Jean-Claude LaMontagne. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. <laughs>
1: See, there you go. Now, we got it all out. We made fools of ourselves. We can move on. I do that weekly.
3: I do that hourly. Come on now. Well, yeah, so that's that's like the point of the show. The second yeah.
1: by, by second. But that's That's pretty much how I am. Day by day by day. Oh, I thought you were singing the Hooters "Day by Day," and I was like,
3: "No, that song or that show that had Suzanne Somers and that other dude."
1: Oh, Patrick Duffy.
3: Um, fuck, I can't even think of this show now.
1: I don't remember. Step by step. Yeah. Step by step. Day by (laughs) day by day. Yeah,
0: I wasn't singing. I was singing
3: "New Kids on the Block." I had a bunch of hits, right?
1: (laughs) I, I heard the radio interview this week uh, with Toucher, I think it was Toucher and Rich, and they were talking to Riley Nash about the music that's played in the room and how Brad Marshan is the person who's in charge of the music and he has an assortment of 90s boy bands that he likes to listen to. Yes.
4: That is the least surprising thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah. I know,
1: I know, I know. And, but and
4: I imagine something... how angry it makes Tuca... All the time because it is not weird Scandinavian death metal
1: (laughs) Finish death metal He has no room In his life for that Swedish shit (laughs) I am with Tuca I am all done with Sweden Now that
3: you've like alienated An entire country (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm good at that Um,
4: Team Tuca (laughs)
1: <laughs> Solidarity Okay anyway so um, Who's doing that Nick Okay so So anyway Riley Nash made it seem like Brad Marchand was super old For being like that uh, And he's like wait a minute he's like a year older than me It's like yeah I, I just think that Riley Nash though he has a Stoner name and he Has a, a weird smiley look on his Face all the time not much else. He's not really into music, he said. And I almost went, like, I heard, like, a record scratch. Arr! In my head, I'm like, what?
4: That's a
3: thing? <laughs> he was actually an extra in the movie, Dazed and Confused.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think Riley Nash is just happy to be here, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess Keep so. Keep on
4: keeping on. <laughs> and he said, that uh, cool.
1: <laughs> he said that Spooner probably had, like, the most popular like, uh, music selection because it tended to be a lot of electronica and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I never would have suspected that. I thought that Spoons was, like, country guy. Like, all... There are all these guys who like country, so... But uh, it was so weird. You know? I feel like I...
2: Tuka. <laughs> just because I like to throw this around, I was in a band that opened for Florida Georgia Line. Yep. Okay, continue.
1: Okay. You know what? what? I'm telling you, the way that Tuca's been playing, they better fucking play, like, Finished death metal all the time. All the time in the dressing room. Just yeah, suck yeah. it up. okay.
4: He's earned that's, it. He's earned his death metal.
1: He has. He has. Everybody at, has. At, at, a, at
4: the very least, settle for some children of Bodom, guys. You know, I mean, that's a reasonable compromise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright.
3: Considering he probably can't play at home with the baby.
4: Yeah. Are you kidding? Oh, you kidding? Oh, you are kidding? Baby two kids sure is being right into this from word go. <laughs>
1: You know, Uh you play that stuff for the kids, they learn to like it, or they they like it right off the bat, and they're totally well-adjusted kids as they grow older. There you go. It's true. Yeah. I mean, at some point, I want to get more into music, but we're not going to talk about that stuff right now. There was was a point I was getting to it here. Okay, so why don't we just go into our game of the week, guys? I want to start off our game of the week, which was the uh, surprising win against the Habs. This
4: week, woo! Yay! Ah, Fuck you, Montreal ass. Blue Blanket douche. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Lays have a knot. Boom. <laughs> douche is French
4: for shower.
1: Yeah, well, well they, they can go take showers that if that
4: they want. Game bitches. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Stole the American flag colors, commies. <laughs>
1: how yeah. Do s- how do you say golden? Whoa. How do you well, say golden Habs, in French?
3: Je ne sais pas, but the Habs promote communism. You heard it here first.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Okay. So, uh,
4: Diminutive Setterman uh, did the scoring.
1: Okay, okay. Don't want to do that yet. I just wanted to start off with the rant that that Jack Edwards had on the Instigators Live uh, the other night, where he went off about the scheduling. Whoever did the fucking scheduling of that game, they are like... Jack was upset because they probably didn't get the ratings that they wanted to get on the original airing of that, that um, game because they paired it off with the Patriots Monday Night Football on the big network ESPN. And he just was like, come on, guys, you can't put like a big game, big rivalry game like the Bruins at uh, the Habs, in which they actually won against a Monday Night patriots game that's just not fair because and, people had to make choices
4: and consider we don't play enough games against the Habs as it is you know you either play i think five or six games against division against against in your division four, four or five four. four or five and we only play four against the fucking Habs because the nhl needs to fucking put down the crack pipe
5: mm. <laughs> this is the
0: third year with a new new realignment right
4: and we've only i we think played... every year it's been four games against the Habs right
0: because Cause we need the four against florida and tampa
1: well, I mean... Well, no,
4: they end up being we, the fives a lot of the time.
0: That's, that's the what I mean. Thing.
1: We well, need yeah, to play ah. that
0: extra game against them.
1: Yeah, so so basically, I feel bad for people who had to make that choice. I made that choice. I went with the game that I wasn't going to be able to watch later. And then I did watch it on demand because Comcast has a Bruins on Demand at, um, um, feature where they save the previous game for a game or, or a day or two so you can watch it. And that's how I watched it. Hopefully that didn't come up. Anyway, so I just wanted to start that out. But, yeah, so why don't we talk about that game?
4: Okay, so yeah, Diminutive Center and doing the scoring. the misfit Toys. Yeah. The Hockey Czar and Ryan Spooner. Good things are happening.
0: <laughs> Such a good game.
4: It was. It was a fun School game.
5: City.
4: There was uh, a... Yeah. There was that shitty... Uh, so it went to overtime uh, the, main, the main part of the game is just a solid back forth one one right you know um uh, Zarnick and Paul Byron scored is what it is overtime we won that oh, we won an overtime twice
1: oh that's right the first uh, goal was called back
4: uh, do yes. you, I, I gotta be honest
2: though I think that goal should have been called back the first goal
4: the first okay, goal not for the reason that people initially thought though initially people thought it was because of the because the puck hadn't gone in but it was I agree. ultimately with the call of goaltender interference. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's was this hanging a out lot there? we were making noise about it being about the puck having not gone in. The puck definitely had gone in. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. And didn't the uh, douchebags decide that they needed to challenge the goal, the actual goal that went yeah, in after? Because
4: it was like, a, like mm-hmm. because there had been an off potential offsides like 45 minutes earlier. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: Citation <laughs> needed. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Again,
2: I still hate that offsides rule, that challenge yeah.
4: offsides. So stupid. It's got to have a cutoff, like, three passes before the goal or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so that, that was kind of annoying. I didn't really appreciate uh, the waiting to find out if it was actually a, a score or a goal because of uh, finding out if it was offsides or not. And it wasn't. It was a good goal.
4: It's a good goal. It's a good play that made it. Ryan Spooner look really Ryan Spooner had a game in general because he got an assist on the uh, on the on the Zarnick goal too. Yep. So, uh...
1: oh, and Zarnick scored on his twenty fourth birthday. Birthday boy birthday gets goals. the goal. Yay!
4: And uh, actually, Spooner and Zarnick both had two point nights because that that overtime goal was all the dwarves. Spooner, <laughs> Krug, and Zarnick. Yep. <laughs> so it's the one like, thing though. Basically, it's the equivalent of having one Chara on the ice, um, vertically anyway. <laughs>
0: what frustrated me about that game, though, was the fact, I mean, Paul Byron's scoring was such typical Habs bullshit, though. It was just the Bruins had played pr- better than the Habs all game long. And then in the third period, they went into the shell of, oh, just prevent them from scoring, which just doesn't work against Montreal. They're going to find some stupid way to beat you. And they did. Thank God we won it in an overtime, though.
4: And here's the thing, too: this game should not have been a two-one in overtime finish because the Habs right now are stra kind of strapped for guys down the middle. Yeah. Um, uh, because Galchenyuk and uh, and Descharnay are both out for long term, right? So they're so so their their they're centermen were 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 and then an array of fourth line fourth line centers on their other <laughs> three lines.
2: Wow, I, I actually, I did not realize that while watching the game.
4: Yeah, so it was Plakanich. so there's sentiment where basically, where Pokanich, Tori Mitchell, Andrew Shaw, and then some plug, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, and that's right. That Let's talk about this. Tori kid on Shaw, uh, because...
2: Can I put I, a I, statue I, of that out in front of the garden next to Bobby Orr? I would love <laughs> that. That was just,
4: that was just beautiful. I remember people, people were trying to say, oh, this was dirty. No, yes, he, yes, he hit his head, but you know what? Shaw went down to like three inches from the ice. Krug dropped to try to not hit his head too, and they were both—they yeah. were both clearly going for the puck.
1: If Tory Krug is hitting you in the head, uh, you're low. You, uh, yeah, it's your fault. I, I i think that's what it is. It really is. I can't think of it as if the onus is on you to not be hit high by Tori Krug or low to to have any head hit at all.
4: Yeah. Here's the thing about this, this entire game was sort of all about the hobbits, right? Zarnik and Spooner scored. Tory Krug laid out fellow fellow Hobbit Andrew Shaw and then fought additional fellow Hobbit Brendan Gallagher.
1: (laughs) That that was disappointing. Okay, first of all, (laughs) I fucking hate Shaw so much.
4: He is -hmm. such a piece of shit. And I'm not even talking, I don't even care about on the ice because he's just a a, a merciless, horrible homophobe. Um, Right. His charity work
2: is not
4: good. No,
1: it's terrible. He's a piece of shit. Let's just call it. Yeah, I mean, he had no right to do the things that he did last year. Was that in the playoffs or was that before the playoffs? It doesn't matter. That was just awful. You know, he's always been just a a person with questionable qualities anyway when he played for the Blackhawks. They didn't seem to want to keep him around, so that's fine. Uh, Of course, he ends up on the Habs because he's a shitbag. And then like he leaves the ice and he's like, he gets off the ice really quickly after that hit and he disappears for a while. Then he comes back to the game. And then all of a sudden the next game he has concussion like symptoms. Well, maybe he really does. Who am I to say? I've had a concussion. I know what those things feel like, but Tori Krug rightfully so got no suspension, nothing. Cause it was a clean or it was a legal hit.
4: And again, both were, visible, were clearly playing the puck, not the man.
0: Right. There's, there's two other scenarios in which that, that whole sequence plays out. Tory Crew can either let Shaw go in alone on a breakaway. No, he can't no. do that. Or he can stick his leg out in the end.
4: Or actually what was really what could have happened is Crew could have let Gallagher clip him. Yeah, could have that ended too. Krug's season.
1: Yeah. So none of these scenarios would work out very well. And
4: now, one other thing, too, is if he left with concussion syndromes, that's horseshit, because Shaw came back, and among the things he did in the third period was throw that hit on on McQuaid um, uh, that put him into where there used to be a stanchion, a right. certain hit oh, that several right. years ago caused Habs fans to call the police on Zidane O'Chara. Oh. <laughs> oh,
1: God. I, yep, yeah, I remembered seeing that hit, too. Yeah, I... I Let's put it this way: When I heard that Shaw the next game was was out because of concussion-like symptoms, I was like, "Bullshit!"
4: For starters, Bullshit. There's no brain between those ears to concuss. <laughs> there was a there there, there there was there was a Hunt snack pack in there, and you can't concuss a snack pack.
3: <laughs> and if you really did have the concussion-like syndrome symptoms, then the spotter didn't do his job. Right. Nope. And the Habs should be fined.
1: Right. Right. So there's no win in this scenario. For the Habs, Clip. fuck you. They're uh, for
0: Boston, though, because we won.
2: That is very true.
1: Okay, well, I mean, for the Habs. Yeah, you know, I know. for the, for the Bruins, you know, we won, and that was good.
0: I, and- I do have one last thing on the Shaw thing, though. Is I had Mike Ribeiro flashbacks when Shaw was down on the ice, just flopping like a like a fucking magic Wow! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: It's Jokes on Shaw, no matter how many of him you catch, he's never turning into a Gerados. Into <laughs> nope. <laughs> no
3: oh. amount of candies in the world can do that for him. <laughs> um, Guys,
2: this just. Didn't, I, I'm getting a call from Dr. Mark Reckey. He's telling me Shaw is full of bullshit. End of
4: story. Oh, listen to your friend Rex. He's a cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. so Yeah, so. Tori Krug was just like a man on fire, you know. Right before he decided to to go at it with uh, with Brendan Gallagher, who also I think is a piece of shit. No, um, at least Brendan
4: Gallagher's a good player. Shaw is not.
1: Right, right, right. right. There, yes, I I do understand the comparables between Brendan Gallagher and yeah, I appreciate Brad Brendan
4: Gallagher because I know that's how we view Brendan Gallagher is how most other fan bases view Brad Marchand. So right. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> I did not like what Gallagher was doing to Krug in the corner before they, they uh, you know, decided to fight. Because... Yeah, greasy. yeah he, he basically was trying to board him without getting caught. You know what I mean? And that was just... that was That's not okay. Like, you know, it's one of those things where if you're just, like, out on the open ice and you just shove him and you say, you want to go? I want to fight you or something. But it's another thing to be, like, constantly knocking the guy into the boards and, and the the glass and just... Trying to get him so that he falls down so you can beat the crap out of him. It's not right.
4: You know, I know I don't like Torrey Krug fighting just because we do need him on the ice. But you know, the trading the five minutes with Brandon Gallagher—if he's going to fight someone, I appreciate him fighting a good player.
1: Well, you know, yeah, take a take out one of the good guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> I get that, but oh. it, I like. One of the things I like about hockey is the whole principle of standing up for yourself and standing up for your, your teammates, okay? I hate the stage fighting thing. I do like it when people, you know, if there is a questionable thing that happened. But most of the time, you find that people will go after other people for clean hits, you know, or for legal hits or, or whatnot. But, you know, if some if somebody did something bad to one of your, your teammates, you want to kind of stick up for them. You know, I, I actually mean.
4: like seeing someone stand up for themselves a lot more than standing up for teammates, though.
2: That's what I was about to say. Typically, when we see a big hit like that ends up the two enforcers end up fighting each other. This was a very rare situation where the
4: guys that were actually involved in the dirty play fought each other or attempted to fight each other. <laughs> That's That specifically is why I, it, while I am anti-enforcer, I am not anti-fighting.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm
4: mm-hmm. hmm. Like, that, yeah, that's the kind of fight I like to see. Yes, Krug lost it badly, but, you know, he did what he had to do there. He's like, hey, yeah. stop fucking with me, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. It wasn't like
0: the Miller Clifford fight today, where it wasn't necessarily enforcers going at it, but it was, oh, let's fight to maybe change momentum, you know, from Clifford. And it's like, whatever. You guys fought. Did yeah, you yeah. Just see
4: the look in, in, in Kevin Miller's eyes after the fight, though? Yeah, Miller. Kevin Miller's a crazy person. He is. <laughs> the guy was born in L.A. There ain't a normal person born in L.A. Yeah, that it's true. Out. Yeah, that's
3: it. So don't fact check
4: it. EA <laughs> doesn't like this reasoning. I think. Um,
1: <laughs> I you know I for once I don't want to have a blanket statement like that. <laughs> 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 I'm fine with blanket statements about how terrible people are. Usually. <laughs> when they're from a certain place.
2: I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying they're a normal person.
1: Oh, I would I would argue that there's really not a normal person born in most places.
2: Riley Nash, he's the most normal person you'll ever meet. I
1: just don't think there's like normal music. people.
2: He's he, like you can't get he any he more is.
4: white and boring than him. Which maybe that makes him probably, abnormal. He probably baloney yeah. on Wonder Bread with light mayonnaise. Yeah. Maybe American cheese.
3: Craft mm-hmm. singles American cheese.
4: Of course. Mm. The there white ones, time. too,
0: not the orange ones.
3: Orange. Yeah, oh. not the orange ones. Couldn't do that.
0: Those are still Ooh. spicy. <laughs> and
3: he has a glass of milk with it.
4: <laughs> scary. Dairy.
3: Lots of dairy.
1: <laughs> He's from I, rural
4: Alberta, so... I, makes sense.
1: I, I like I white broke the A. <laughs> I mean, well, first of all, you, you said something... Wonder Bread, blah, 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 and mayonnaise, and that sent me into another dimension of like, ooh, and then the cheese and the whatever. And then I thought back when you said bologna, did you say bologna? I thought I the, a key component of that awful movie I watched yesterday was a kid had like a double decker bologna sandwich, which was literally, it was like, we just took a stack of Oscar Meyer bologna, like just took it right out of the package and just put it in this this sandwich. And he's like, I'm going to eat this. And the, the, the trolls, which were goblins, were all like, ah! oh, God, it was so dumb. Did you
2: watch Troll 2?
1: I did watch <laughs> Troll 2. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that movie. Oh, my God. I have come up with the next game show idea. We're going to act out mu- movies. Okay. There we um, go. That's so random. <laughs> Okay. bad. That's bad. So, so oh, anyway, bad. yes. Okay. So, L.A. blah 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 blah. I didn't really watch that game. I might watch it later. I don't know. We'll see. We anyway. Should... Yeah. All right. Have we talked about our uh, game of the week yet?
2: Yeah. I just want to say, even though it took overtime, so Montreal still got the loser point. We actually beat Montreal. Isn't
4: beautiful. that nice? Oh, it's fantastic. And it's not looking into it, too, because the Bruins played a good game. Yeah. yeah.
0: Tuka Rask out-dueled Carey Price. Tuca Rask had
4: a save percentage of 9 point, .968 that game.
0: He also made a save so good, it made my pants tight.
4: The,
2: the
0: double stack. The double stack.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not even with my baloney. girl, Wendy. With baloney. With, with bologna. the double stack with baloney. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> my girl, oh, Wendy, ever. took it off her menu because she's like, I can't compete with that double stack.
1: Boom, Fact. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was feeling and thinking a lot of things. I've had a lot of <laughs> bourbon.
3: She said it's, a, it's <laughs> yeah. all right.
1: I this is why I hate being a woman on this podcast at times, because it doesn't matter what I say there. It will be thrown back as some kind of gross thing
4: it's not boys. because you no. have, you, it's not because your other cast members are four men it's because we're four immature man children that's what it is but uh, yeah lol ball sacks
1: i really hate that i seem mature by by comparison and i'm really fucking immature all the time see, like 12 year old boy right in my head all the time
4: See, the okay. problems we're all eight year old boys
1: and well, here's, sometimes four-year-old girl who wants her way. Here's
2: my issue. At work, I have to be Mr. Professional and help people deal with difficult things. You kidding me on this podcast? This allows me to be a child.
1: Boom. I wish that I had the child. video going on that because I would totally throw that on YouTube. <laughs> 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 um, um anyway, um, all right, yeah. I just, I like, I don't know. I it's guess
2: one I'm, of
1: the yeah. I'm okay with dick jokes. It's all right. <laughs> if
2: they're a classy dick, only if they're a classy dick.
1: It has to have a. Dixito. And a top hat. <laughs> <top> hat.
5: <laughs> going right, to
4: so as long, that'll me a broken VA. <laughs> so,
3: as long as the dick jokes on Mr. Peanut, we're good.
1: Oh, oh my god, I gotta go get a tilto and do that. <laughs> wow!
2: <laughs> I'm gonna say something so you can't edit that out. And I'm gonna say, hey, you should edit that out. Boom, you gotta keep it.
1: <laughs> oh oh. Oh. i'm not gonna say the next Fuck. thing i'm thinking about i'm really not okay okay i'm gonna say because i can't use any of the ones i already have i have to go get a new one
5: <laughs> boom! Whoa! We'll <laughs> out, that one out.
4: <laughs> that boom goes run. dynamite.
2: <laughs> She's got the vapors, ladies and gentlemen. She got the vapors.
4: Uh, it's I fine was for st- panting the painting couch. It's urgent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, though. I really do want to get one into that just because it would be so funny. What a good craft project.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you could sell it on Etsy. Oh
5: my god.
1: (laughs) Now should I paint a little happy face on it? Or should I just leave it blank?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You should put a happy face on it, like with nail polish.
3: And he's got to have the monocle as well. Right. So...
4: (laughs) You, you you turn the dildo on on the table and then play putting on the Ritz and then film that as it vibrates across the table. Now, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> that
1: one's getting really <laughs> expensive. It's getting really expensive now. When you said turn it on.
3: The classy dildo like... for the girl that wants it all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god.
5: <laughs>
3: oh. no. Poor
0: man, we don't judge their lives
3: <laughs> No, nope, there's anything wrong with that Nope <laughs> But answer. who am I to judge?
1: <laughs> uh,
4: you so do you We to yeah.
1: talk more about like, the dildos than we did The game of the week and... The game of the
2: week is the dildos Versus the Bruins And the dildos always win Of
0: course but the they do The game of the week <laughs>
4: Yeah, guys, that, I'm drunk. I'm sorry. Bruins last Monday, and the Bruins won that game. <laughs> <laughs> so they were
3: the dildos. <laughs> <laughs> These dildos. <laughs> so,
1: like, this whole podcast is going to be us talking about dildos <laughs> and laughing. <laughs> I,
4: I, well, and there's a title, Habs and Dildos.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh I it. it could be so Metalocalypse. The Habs are Dildos. That would be, um, what's his name? Squish Squiggle. Nobody else watches. Nobody. No, I, watches. I know. I like it. I,
2: I like Killface, y'all. He's my favorite.
1: Murderface.
2: Murderface, Killface,
1: murderface, murderface, murderface.
2: The joke about um, at least when they had the, the the music on the show, is there's actually no bass guitar in there. So the fact that he's always asking to be turned up, it's funny because there's no bass. He's not
3: Woo! slapping the bass man. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, yes. neither are the dildos.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, and and Toki, they turned to- Toki down too, because Toki's the rhythm guitar and Squiggle, uh, squiggle is or Squigar Squigard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I love that show. My favorite one. Well, my favorite uh, Death Glock song is um, sewn back together wrong. It goes sewn back together wrong back together. It's such a great
2: song. I like -er. Mermaider.
1: Banana Mm -hmm. Stickers is great, too. Mm. Who is doing that?
2: I'm sorry. I'm recording on my phone. Okay. And I'm, re- I'm, I'm receiving text messages.
1: Can you silence that? Uh. Bing, bing, boop, 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 boop. boop, boop. I think I need more to drink. Aye, 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 aye. So yeah. I learned that bourbon doesn't make me red, like most things.
4: Uh, that's
1: yeah. Yay! Because that would
4: clash with your hair and shirt.
1: Hey, I wore red lipstick to that
3: Mm Leaf game. And I Ah. wouldn't even notice.
1: (laughs) I'm already thinking about what I'm going to wear to the Tuesday game. Like, how much eyeliner am I going to put on? And what color lipstick? Purple. I was thinking purple. (laughs) Yeah, you were. I have blue. I was not going to wear black. (laughs) There's a time and a place for black lipstick, and it's not at a Bruins game.
4: But black's one of their colors.
1: It is, but do you want me to go full-on goth for that game that you're going to sit near me at? Top black, bottom yellow, there you go. Boom. I almost can't argue with that logic. Except that I, I do have gold lipstick. I don't have gold eyeshadow. Anyway, I posed a question to you, Jeff, and you did not answer. You s- took a swig of beer.
4: You got to do beer. what you got to do. You're like, if it's embarrassing. I'll answer... sit like the other end of our row next to next to Mandy and Stripes.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Jeff.
4: As it if... is. I know it's an issue. Anyway, boom, roasted.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. It's gonna be the Joe's. And oh yeah, Joe they... squared.
4: You're right. Yes.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. and then um, and Glenn as well. And holy crap! That's not annoying. Sorry. Oh <laughs> I think I need more to drink. I haven't had anything to drink in a long time, and I probably shouldn't drink.
3: Probably should because the alcohol it sanitizes the insides and makes you better.
1: Fact. That's how it
4: works. It's fact.
1: Doctor Tim. Wrong,
4: but he's not wrong. <laughs> Doctor
1: Tim. It's how it works. All right, I'm gonna Tim Schaller. A quick... That's a science. All right, so we should probably talk about things that aren't dildos, aren't <laughs> members of the tribe. Did we have a really specific thing we were going to talk about, or were we just doing hodgepodge? Did we have a, a thing that we wanted to talk about specifically, or do we want to just talk about thing the keys to Bruin's fandom? I think we can
3: yeah, let's
1: talk do the that. Keys. Yeah, Put
3: I do the that. Keys to ignition, hot in fresh out the kitchen, Mama rolling that body you I mean, <laughs>
4: <laughs> can we make yeah. that our new intro music, please?
1: <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> I can't.
4: Sounds ah. like so what? He's drunk.
3: <laughs> I'm like so what? I'm drunk. It's the like, freaking weekend. We're we gonna have some fun. Bounce, bounce, bounce.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to ruin fandom. <laughs> I was just inspired by Tim's song. It was great. It seemed like bounce to me okay
3: word
0: i hear bounce and i think bounce by system of a down
1: mm. i'm well, glad I th- i'm not the only one when i think of bounce i think about like how i try not to move sometimes because my boobs will literally knock me out <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fair i see that struggle daily mm.
1: okay yeah see? see that's how it is yes okay bruins fandom what are the keys to bruins fandom fuck
4: the head alcohol fuck the head <laughs> fucking
1: twice all right let's try one at a time we're going to go jeff and then tim and then al- uh,
5: alcohol you <laughs> <laughs>
2: told you <ya>, told
4: <laughs> you have a step <laughs> we, we have achieved consensus <laughs>
2: all right we'll go again.
4: jeff, jeff
2: and the tim and then fuck the <laughs> fuck twice. and then we go to alcohol and then we go to me okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <Told ya. laughs> I need more to drink. Anyway, Jeff, tell us a key to Bruins fandom. Ugh.
4: The Habs can go fuck themselves. That's the, one of the one of the core keys to Bruins fandom. Fuck the Habs. Fuck them twice. They can die in a fire. Fuck them all.
1: Do you know that? Before I was a Bruins fan, I knew that. I did. I You're just. I to not, not
2: a
0: Bruins fan.
1: Like, I I just knew, like, oh, those guys? Fuck them. That's how I was. I didn't know anything about the original six. I didn't know most of the teams in the league. I just knew fuck that team. The Canadians.
4: See, you come come by it organically. Fuck that.
1: I I did. I thought Bobby Orr was dead for a long time, but yeah, sure.
4: Now he's
3: alive.
1: I know. I know. I've been at a game where he's been at it. I didn't see him, like, live in a
3: person. And he'll actually never
4: die. He'll just go to that island where Tupac Honestly, is... I think bats. might never die is Milt Schmidt, um, but... <laughs>
1: well, there are hockey gods.
4: There is definitely a picture somewhere of Milt Schmidt that is aging and live with him. And, uh, as long as he never sees it. Oscar Wilde does... had to change the name of Dorian Gray because otherwise it was too on point.
1: Well, Milt <laughs> <Schmitt, laughs> Mil Schmidt would have, um... Would have sued him in retrospect. Exactly. Yes. yes. Um, how nice was it to see Bobby Orr and Milt Schmidt early in the season? What? It Fantastic. wasn't the first game, was it? It was the first home game. That's what it was. Um, yeah. Okay. So, fuck the halves. That's our first tenant. Like, we have to, I'm going to write these things down. Pruins fandom.
4: It's bullet oh. items one through 12. So, number 13. Who's got one?
1: What was that number thirteen? I thought that was number one.
4: It's one well, through twelve. Fuck the habs. 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 Fuck the Fuck the Fuck habs. On thirteen. Wow. Okay, okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. 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 Sure. 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 Okay, Tim. What do you have?
3: Don't date in the division.
1: Oh. <gasps> oh. That's okay. Uh, Jeff, you should feel shame. Shame. <laughs> Okay. But she now,
4: was so pretty. <laughs> a yeah, but
1: she pretended she was Audrey Hepburn, and that is not cool, dude.
4: Also, yes, I love that commercial, though. Like,
1: I was born like four days after Audrey Hepburn's birthday, and I don't pretend I'm Audrey Hepburn. I don't look anything like her either. Coincidentally, I do. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, but okay, don't date within the uh, Don't, don't date I should write that in there um, Look, you know what It's okay, you made a mistake It's alright Don't do it again
0: Yeah, but his polygamy team Is the sentence too
1: In the division uh, Yeah, but the, you know what
0: You
3: know what though, that's still has, way better Than
1: reason. the This is true. <laughs> true
3: And, and like Like living in Canada with the whole being up there and stuff, like he was near the Sens, so I get that. Yeah, like I actually do get that, so he gets a pass on that.
0: Yeah, and if and if I had to be a fan of like any Canadian team, I think I think it would be the Sens, but also the Senators are like Delaware in the sense that I never fucking think about them. Like I can't go years without thinking of Delaware.
4: (laughs) I got into the Sens like the one year they were ever good.
2: Yeah, the oh, year seven. they beat like the Habs, or the year like they almost, or the year they made the cup.
4: Yeah, the year that that, that Chris Phillips scored the cup-winning goal for the Ducks. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> now see. 07. wait. The year I graduated high school. Me too. Oh. Oh six. The year I graduated university. Oh. I watched that cup final in Rouen, Normandy. Jamison.
1: <laughs> what year was that?
4: Oh, seven. Seven.
1: Oh, I didn't do anything in 07.
2: I oh, thank heaven we're the class of oh seven.
3: I was in college. That's
2: about I
1: it I graduated from high school in the nineteen hundreds. <laughs> 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 um, that's all I'm gonna 1999, say. Nineteen ninety nine, right? I graduated from high school the same year that Tori Krug was born.
2: Oh. Interesting.
1: Yeah.
3: Fuck the Habs.
1: Fuck the Habs. Don't date within the vision division. I didn't... I did not know that my husband was a Bruins fan, because I did not, not know lucky. that he liked hockey at all. And then, over time, I learned like, oh, his dad coached hockey, his brother's... Played college hockey. He played hockey, and then um, when I started watching the Bruins, he was kind of like, "Oh yeah, well, this is what's going on." And I'm like, "So you know this stuff?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I used to watch hockey all the time."
4: You slid all—you slid into all this organically. Just it just happened. It was it was meant to be?
1: It was so weird. I mean, like we watched the Tampa Bay series. Uh oh.
4: It's all right. Oh, okay. yeah, go on.
1: We watched the Tampa Bay series, and sorry, I can't waste bour- bourbon. <laughs> um, we watched the Tampa Bay series, and then we watched the final in 2011. But that wasn't enough to seal the deal for me. But I, I never had any clue that this is something that was in his past. He never really talked about it because men, they, well, you're all men. I, I don't.
3: Understand. I forgot. I am. I don't understand. men. This checks out. I am.
1: All right. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. That's how, that's how it is. So, okay. So we have don't date within the v- division. I was going to say something else, but I forgot what it was. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Uh, I just that was
0: perfect Tim. Jack Edwards <laughs> is a fucking treasure. Okay. Ah. <laughs> Waffles are good for breakfast but not for the third period of a hockey game. What is <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Jack Edwards calls? Or the time Lucic fought Comisarek, and he's like, Commissaric turtles! Lucic turns and taunts the Montreal bench." Okay, so <laughs> the that's the
4: first bats. time. Then that's the time he broke him, and then the other times we just beat him like a redheaded stepchild. The other couple times. Yeah,
3: the first time there will be blood. Yeah, boom, done.
4: Poor Comisarek, so stupid. Don't stop going back to that well, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: that fight is the reason Emily became a true bona fide Bruins fan.
1: Wow. A true Bruins oh. fan or a Lucic fan.
4: My favorite, my favorite Thanks. Jack call is probably last year, the um, uh, the last home game before Christmas. Um, uh, was it uh, was it um, uh, Tyler Randall got in a fight and all the fights going on? Jack starts saying, "We wish you a Merry Christmas." Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: <laughs> That or I really like the the Hearts of Lions call against the Rangers when they were down two, and then they pulled the goalie twice to score. And I think Krug has scored the game tying goal. And it's just, hearts of lions!
1: And it was amazing. <laughs> do, you, do you think that Jack was drunk during that uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas thing?
4: Yes. Oh, almost certainly. <laughs> Eggnogs
3: and rum.
2: Do you guys really, really think that? Or are you just kind of doing that to be funny? Or do you really think he was drunk? I,
3: I, I didn't think he was
2: drunk. I think he was too. Oh, I, I, yes. remem-
1: yeah, I do remember it. And it was just like, wow, Jack, you might want to cut back a little bit if you have to drive home. And I think he did an instigators after it or something. I don't know.
3: If I'm a broadcaster with a team and I've been there for a long time, I'm getting drunk on air all the fucking time. Yeah it's fucking it at that point.
1: It is easy to get alcohol there, I think. Yeah. I mean and I dogs only are I, I only base that on the fact that I was sick or taking ibuprofen at the other venues I was going to so I couldn't drink at
3: all.
2: oh that sucks
1: uh, but you know everything sells alcohol if you are willing to stoop for certain things I'm a little bit of a snob it's okay
2: I'm not. just come down to Carolina where we have all our breweries represented at our home games
1: you know the one thing that I, I am sad about is I didn't really get to spend any time in Louisville Conducting? checking out their breweries oh no I went there, to Louisville this, this is from Louisville. I mean, I hey. didn't in Louisville, but I, I I developed a fine appreciation of bourbon in Louisville. And I like your bats. I got a picture of the bat.
3: Oh, cool. Ooh. That's awesome.
1: I did not post it. Um, Louisville's a really cool city. You should really go. I mean, um, spend more than a day there.
2: I've only been once, but I loved it.
1: I anyway, to go
3: to the,
1: yeah. Let's get factory. back to Anthony and and what else is is a fucking treasure about Jack Edwards. Stay so, with us.
0: What makes Jack such a treasure too is his he's willing to admit the fact that he's a homer for the Bruins. Like he calls games on Nesson and there has been a time when someone made some dumb comment on Twitter because that's what Twitter does about Jack being a homer. And I made a reply to that person going, yeah, well, he's on Nessun, which is the local broadcast. How can you he's not develop a chemistry he's with a team? employee
4: of the Bruins.
1: Yeah, basically, the Bruins own like 14% of them.
0: Yeah. And then I get a, I get a message from Jack saying, yeah, if I was on national television, I couldn't do this. And it's was like, that's what I was saying! And you're to be awesome. honest,
4: if you're being truly critical, I find Bricks wor- a much worse homer than Jack is. Yeah, I agree. Jack's just ridiculous. Bricks a homer.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, Brick not only played for the team, but he grew up watching the team because yeah. he grew up in Melrose. If you couldn't tell from the accent.
4: yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure the accent's why he got the job more than anything else.
1: I, I have told you about the time that I went to the Bruins uh, alum, alumni game, and Brick was forced to play uh, defense with Bob Beers. And he's just sitting there the whole time. He's got a baseball cap on, and he's chewing gum. And he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. The other team <laughs> beat them soundly. Um, but it was great. It was fun. It was a lot of fun to see them.
3: That's actually, Maine Mariners, great Andy Brickley. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, Is that um, the IHL. No, yeah, they I were the so. AHL at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, they they became the Pirates, and then now the Pirates are gone. Fuck that.
1: Um, I do want to point out that I really do enjoy the the radio crew of gosher and beers
0: yeah i like them too
1: and you really if you can you should um you should listen to the hockey show the at&t hockey show on saturday mornings for us it's from 9 to 11 i think you can get it on on the web um i think it's 9 to 11 yeah um and you could probably get it too jeff it would just be different times for you and i i would add all that stuff up but i'm a little drunk
2: anyway Mm -hmm. um Oh, anyway, I will say, it's listening to the, the the radio, that's how I, I became a Bruins fan. I mean, of course, yeah, I, I, I spent some time in Rentham. But long before the internet was a thing to watch sports, I had to pick up Bruins Radio on uh, 10.30 a.m. at night when it was clear night, and I could actually listen to the Bruins play. Yeah. So, yeah, the radio is very, very special to me. Listen to those guys many times.
1: I mean, it's very rare to have a radio announcer describe things to you so clearly um for the the patriots uh gil santos used to do it very well he was so great at it and uh and i think gosher does a really good job and beers is really great as a color guy he explains some things uh in some ways that uh you know you wouldn't necessarily think about it for for hockey on the radio they do a really good job so in addition to Jack and Brick, who are great on the uh, great homers on Nesson, we've got Gosher and Beers on the radio side. But and listen I, to I, the AT&T hockey uh, show I think hockey's
4: got to be one of the hardest sports to call on radio. Yeah,
1: It is. It
4: like, is. Like, like I find slow-moving sports like baseball and football translate really well to radio. Hockey's a challenge. Yeah.
3: And uh, that's because he's... You mean black bear, Bob Beers, and former (laughs) main bear in a great Bob Beers.
1: Well, it it is. Hockey is a a great challenge to describe on the radio, but I honestly, I listened to the first period on the radio today because I was not at home. I was off running errands, um, and I knew what was going on, and that's the best you can expect from a radio show uh, or a radio telling of it, but I will tell you, honestly, the best radio announcer I've ever heard was Gil Santos. He described what was going on on the football field so vividly that I could really just picture that I was there. Um, And that's just props to Gil Santos, who has retired, you know, because he's up there in years. But, uh, you know, um, hockey, it's certainly a challenge, but I think that Gosher and Beers do a good job. So I just wanted to add to what Anthony was saying for the radio side.
0: Yeah, I love love listening to them, too. Coming home from, like, Concord or something and the Bruins game's on. They're they're terrific.
1: All right. So that was a long thing. Anthony, good on the job. Bravo. Nick.
2: Well, besides alcohol, which we (laughs) skipped over, um, I'm going to say being caught in the moment. As uh, New England fans in general, and being a Bruins fan is, uh, you got to be, I once called it, New England sports sensationalism, where you are so caught in the moment that it's the biggest moment ever. When the Bruins are doing great, oh man, they're doing great. When the Bruins are garbage, they're fucking garbage. It's, you gotta be caught in the moment. You gotta Mm -hmm. be caught in the moment. And that's a good, it's fun to be that way.
3: I agree. I do.
1: Yeah, you know, the Boston sports media is really difficult. It really is. Um, Mm -hmm. And, I think that hockey is a little bit sheltered in the respect that uh, basically I think the brunt of the media is focused on the Red Sox and then mm-hmm. then on the Patriots and then we have hockey and the Celtics as uh as like the the younger brothers of that uh, where they do or don't get as much criticism, but there's not as much play in in them. The Celtics were a lot bigger deal, obviously, back in the 80s when they were winning Nowadays, the Celtics
4: probably have it easy, comparatively.
1: The Bruins do not have it easy, though, because
4: um,
1: you've got people like Felger and Maz who will focus, because they, they talk to Cam Neely like every week. They have a studio there in the TD Garden, and they mostly talk about uh, hockey. They've actually gone so far as to say they don't really want to talk about the Green Teamers that much because <laughs> um, they're just not that into to, to basketball. But Can Felger grew up watching hockey because he's from Wisconsin. He says sorry and all that. Um, and basically, it's like there are times where, it, like, I used to be really interested in Felger when he would talk about hockey when I was starting to get into hockey. But Before I knew that he was awful. Until I got to the point where I just formed my own decision, and my own opinions on things. Because I think that's that's one of the things about um, hockey fandom is that you go in you're kind of like, you have a lot of na- naivete. You don't really know a lot of things, or at least I didn't.
4: There's a lot of bad influences in int- entry-level hockey fandom.
1: Right, like when I first started I, I paid a lot of attention to hags and then I learned to not pay attention to hags. Right yeah you know what I'm saying, like as a an, an entry level fan, I was kind of like, okay, I'm watching a period a night because more than a period is going to um it's going to, to to do something that i I don't really want to happen like i I knew what my threshold was, and then I would listen to to Felger and I was like, mm, okay, And then after a while after I got to learning how to watch the game a little bit more, and I still could learn how to watch the game better. By I still the have way. to
4: read Wish's book. There, uh, the, uh, the, the the take your eye off the puck. I, I have I need the book to for a long time.
1: Yeah. I have the book. I bought it for Glenn for uh, for Christmas last year. It is probably in a box over there because I <laughs> cleared it out of the um, the living room um, during the Oktoberfest clean fest. Um, and I I was trying to find the the book for Glenn uh, when he was in the hospital, but I couldn't find it. But I gave him the Or book. Also um, a great book. So anyway. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get my husband to read. Whatever. So um, I have to read that, that Wishpunk book because I think it would be helpful. By the way, I really like Puck Soup over Merrick versus Roshinsky. Uh, uh, Jeff Merrick
4: is funny. Uh, <laughs> Fuddy-duddy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, Puck Soup is actually kind of fun. It, it mixes a fair amount of pop culture and, and hockey.
4: It shows that it's part of the Nerdist Network. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a little long. I usually listen to it when I'm cleaning. Yeah. So, so anyway, where am I going to? Uh, so, basically, yes, the Boston media, I think, is very, very tough. It's very tough on its teams. It's, it's you know what? I'm going to tell you something about Boston it's a tough market. We expect a lot out of our team mm-hmm. all the time.
4: And are cruel when things aren't what we want them to be.
1: Yeah, we're fucking bastards.
4: And, and we're not innocent of this in this space. Think about some of the things we've said about Jimmy Hayes. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I was. scored was to today. He did. <laughs> Cast him as the toys. <laughs> um, yeah, no, cool I was score.
0: say
2: Listen Actually, to this podcast. We, we are examples of being caught in the moment, but I think that's the beauty of being a Bruins fan.
1: We are actually a lot nicer, though, than most Boston media.
2: Did yeah. I mention their charity work? <laughs> it's excellent. Because I will tell you
1: that a friend of the podcast, Mandy, has listened to us and she says, you guys are too nice.
4: I believe now, I she opened is... up our second episode with quote, fuck Kevin Miller. So I'm not so sure about that. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. She insists that we're too nice. She's listened more than two episodes. Not this season at all, but more than two episodes and she thinks that we're too nice and she is bostonian through and through
4: oh yeah she's she's kind of boston incarnate like yeah (laughs) right
1: right like i um i get together with her sometimes and we get along great we're fabulous it's great we get along so great but i feel like sometimes i'm just too nice (laughs)
2: I will say like I love that we were a Bruins podcast, but none of us were actually born and raised in, in Massachusetts. That's
1: But the Bruins are a New England team.
2: They are, they are. But when I think of Bruins fans, I often think of my friend Brian Leary, who I've mentioned before in this podcast. I've definitely mentioned him. By the off topic, me and him are gonna start a band together. But uh yeah, like he he grew up in Southie. He sounds like he's from Southie. When the Bruins win, he's like Oh man, this team's gonna they're like the like the like, the wicked the wicked assam. Awesome. Like yeah, totally, dude. And then when they lose, like the fucking garbage, the fucking garbage. Took Trey Tuka Tuka's garbage. He's fucking garbage. Um, and I know we listen to this podcast, so I know like in a week or two he's gonna listen to this. But like, dude, Nick, what the fuck? I'm like, dude, Brian, you're a strong guy. Use you as an example. But you are the best best Bruins fan, Bob. Uh, Brian, Larry,
4: you are. This is true. We are a Bruins podcast with no Boston accents. Yeah. We are almost certainly the only one of that sort. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) I don't even have a proper Rhode Island accent. I'm sorry. You
4: sound sound like you're you're from... Someone who's born in Rhode Island, you're better off for it, VA. I I didn't realize you were born in Rhode Island.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was born in Newport, Rhode Island. I was born in Newport Naval Hospital. Mm. If that means anything. It really doesn't.
4: I have family still in Cumberland, and their accents are awful. (laughs) So it's funny. I'm really it's glad.
3: Not. I'm I'm really glad I don't have a Maine accent because they're awful. First of all, oh, Second Downey's well,
4: Maine accent's rough. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: really rough. And it's funny because the yeah, first time yeah. I ever wa- the first time I ever watched um, Boondock Saints, the comedian Bob Marley, who's from Maine, is in that, and he has a wicked thick Maine accent. Right, and my I'm watching it with a bunch of friends first time i'm a freshman in college my friend goes that guy has a terrible boston accent i'm like that's his main accent <laughs> bob marley's hilarious too get
4: hilarious. they are from here <laughs> oh. you, guys, if you, want,
2: if you guys want to talk about terrible accents i live in the south
4: um, the man has a point
2: a- well the, yes. the south has multiple uh, southern accents as well much like new england
1: so, so what happens is that the minute I hit Merlin, I immediately go into a little bit of a drawl. I can't help it. it
2: do, I, do, do I have an accent? I don't feel like I do.
1: You have really. a little bit. A really? little, really? Bit, a little really?
4: bit. The twang yeah. sneaks in here and there, but mostly no. Yeah. yeah. I kind of was pretty much born and raised here.
1: It's not as pronounced as, like, say... Oh, yeah,
2: like Boomhauer from King of the Hill.
1: No, <laughs> I was thinking about that. <laughs> ever see that movie i forgot what it's called it's like a a a documentary where the guy lost his leg and he put it in his smoker
2: what the fuck no
1: and then he sold the smoker got sold from his um what's it called his storage unit he had it in his storage unit and it got sold because he didn't pay for his storage Yep. and this other guy found it he like opened up the smoker and there's this leg in it and he's like oh my god I'm going to make this an attraction. People are going to come mines. pay me to see this thing. I forgot what it's called. It's... If anybody oh. on Twitter knows what this movie is, it's a documentary. It was on Netflix for a while. And the guy lost his leg, put it in the smoker. The other guy had it, was trying to... And there was, like, legal battle. And basically, the guy eventually won his leg back. And it's really not about that. It's about, like how these two lives intersected and this Mm. guy who lost his leg needed to find his new purpose in life.
2: Interesting. So Bruins fandoms like losing your leg in a smoker.
4: (laughs) You know what? That's that's not altogether (laughs) off. That's (laughs) fair.
1: He lost his leg in a different way and he just put it in a smoker because that's what you do in North Carolina. It was in North Carolina!
4: You're in North Carolina, you smoke things That's what happens <laughs>
1: uh, Hell yeah you smoke things Um Beep 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 beep, 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 uh, beep. Sorry I am R2D2
2: Yeah I, I need to get a new laptop up So I can not Have that happen anymore
1: I thought we were like in a beat session in like a 50's nightclub.
2: Oh. Here's the weird thing I don't hear it. I hear you it. You guys it do. I don't
1: hear Beep, it. It felt like Morse code. It
2: did. All right.
1: So, okay. So, Brent fandom 1 through 12, fuck the Habs. 13, don't date in the division. 14, Jack Edwards is a fucking treasure. 15 is alcohol. And 16 is being caught in the moment. I, I think, think so. so. Yeah, hey, I think that we need to mention things like Renee Rancourt, who I thought was going to retire after this season.
4: But yeah, you no, know, he was he was taking a li- yeah. That was my understanding. He was doing less games this year and then possibly retiring, which is awful news.
2: I okay. I know singing is a difficult thing to do. Not everyone can really do it. But man, if my job were to sing at forty-one home games a year, I would do that until death.
4: So yeah, we mind. That. Retirement's a relative thing here, just like the Habs. I'm going to cart out that lady who's clearly not well for for playoff games. The Bruins are going to bring out. I'm going to pull Ray, We would pull Renee out of uh, out of retirement for playoff games for sure. True.
1: He was really funny in the Bear and the Gang stuff.
4: Oh, he was great. Oh, yeah. This well, fucking ham, right?
1: Yeah, I it mean. It. <laughs> I guess if you were like trained for opera but decided to do this other thing, yeah, you have to be a little bit of a ham. You know, oh, well, the he, fist
4: bumps. He, and, he, and he's out, and he always rolls his his cup ring when he's out too, and it's just just ridiculous because no one wears their fucking cup ring.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be admired from afar, and whatever. But you know, um, yeah. I mean, he's definitely part of the experience. I think he sang last week at the Leafs game, but he hasn't sung since then. Uh, well, he hmm, should be on, Wednesday, on, on Tuesday. Yes, Wednesday,
4: Wednesday's the, Wednesday's the, um, uh, the, the Christmas Tuesday. Carol game. Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday's Christmas Carol game, so. You know he's going to be there.
1: Jeff oh, yeah, is very so, eagerly I'm, awaiting that. Oh. <laughs> it is his birthday, and he gets to meet people that he hasn't met before, and he gets to see the game. And then he gets to be disappointed by the people he hasn't met before. (laughs) I'm just kidding. From
4: what I've heard, there's literally no scenario I could be possibly disappointed with Joe Squared.
1: We should ask him then if he'll be part of the podcast, though. If he'll do an interview with us.
2: I would love to interview this fellow.
1: (laughs) Oh, I think I could definitely get him to interview with us. Jeff will just be there for, like, um, moral support or something. I've met him many times. I've gone to dinner with his mom and her mom. I'm driving them to Vegas someday, theoretically. (laughs) Yeah, he's definitely part of the Bruin experience. Okay, let's talk about, you know, there's, there's more Bruins experience stuff. And we invite all of our Twitter followers and anybody on Facebook and anybody who wants to talk to us. Oh, shit anybody who wants to talk to us to tell us more things that we forgot and we'll discuss them the night and a further date in the future.
4: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. um, Why don't we go into some bare necessities? It's in a
4: lot of games between now and our next likely recording, I think.
1: Okay. I do want to say that this is our last fully recorded weekly adventure of the week, because we do have a banked episode that we just recorded prior to this. And it's going to be fun. We think you'll enjoy it. But as for week to week, we just have too much going on for Christmas and New Year's. And we will join up with you in 2017. Oh my god, I can't fucking wait for 2017.
2: It's been a long December, and I have a reason to believe that th- maybe this year will be better than the last.
1: I did not point out to you that I knew that I was counting. Thank you, Adam, Adam
4: Duritz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you Love know that. that
1: he got both Courtney Cox and... Jennifer Aniston to do him, and I don't understand that.
5: Oh my
4: God!
1: Yes, I used to read some magazine that would tell me that long ago. Can you? You know what? His that? greatest
4: failure, though, and he probably feels his greatest failure is um uh, is this it's not it's not running the trifecta, but um. A Phoebe,
1: really? Yeah,
4: finish the finish the Habs the, fi, fi, finish friends off there. You know, it's his biggest. At least that Kudrow
1: oh. has been married forever. Mm. Mm. That's the thing. The other two were not. And really, look at who they were married to. They were married to David Arquette and Brad Pitt. Please. <laughs> sorry.
3: That's Brad, former sorry. WCW champion David Arquette.
4: See, one of those is definitely not as good as Adam Dirtz. The other one is clearly much better. Um.
1: <laughs> I would argue that I would honestly have wanted to have been married to David Arquette more than Brad Pitt because he seems interesting. Like, there's like, he's like, he's got some weird kind of funny thing going on. Like, I think I would laugh a lot with him and probably have a lot of fun. Brad Pitt, I, I, I think I would have been bored with after, like, amazing sex a couple of times.
4: I, I do feel like that, like, like, um... Me uh, too. Um... Like like Patricia and Rosanna Arquette would be ridiculous sister sisters in law. So yeah.
1: uh Oh my god, Toto wrote a song about one of them. <laughs> and the other one has been like part of Hollywood fuck mythology for a while. So <laughs> Um You know? I mean it's like why not? It would be Can, you
4: raise, can you raise a good point, so okay. Mm, yeah,
1: yeah, I mean I think it would be a fun family to have been involved with at some point. I don't know if I wanna get into a fuck Mary Kill with david arquette brad pitt and adam duritz but you know like if you ever want to indulge me on that in the new year we'll do that i'll let you know okay so yes so this is our last episode like fully weekly episode because holidays come and go and whatever and so on so let's do our bare necessities um you know what i actually want to go with nick first and i'm going to go with anthony next because anthony you need to wake up i feel bad i want you to talk more Okay, Nick, go.
2: Okay, I'm going to keep it brief. I'm going to go buy an old standby because the, it's on sale at Stillabrew Brew in Ard, the Ardmore District of Winston-Salem. I'm going with Narragansett.
1: <laughs> not even the coffee milk stout?
2: They, surprise, even though this is a specialty beer store, they do not have that in.
1: <gasps> yeah. I mean, I fully Dur- expect Jeff to say to me when he comes into town, like, let's go get the coffee milk stout. Okay.
4: I I had but, that already I'm up on my to do list. Um, See, I told but you. Uh, um ne this
2: beer store gets like their brown ale, which the Narragansett brown ale is actually not that good. It's no, they make, quite, some, they make some they make It's actually house quite house. disgusting, I gotta be honest. Now they do carry the shandy during the summer and I always stock up on that.
1: The Del Shandy
2: um, Yes, which if given the choice, I've never had the milk stout, but it, i have a feeling that it's you know, if I had to pick between the two, I'll take the summer Shandy.
1: But I want both.
2: both. I want both.
1: They are both really excellent. And my husband would tell you that the Town Beach, I don't know if it's an APA. No, it's the IPA is pretty good. And the Old Bessie APA is definitely good. He likes that one.
2: But yeah, if if I see those, I'll make sure to get them. But no, Narragansett, it's on sale for 4 bucks for a six-pack and it's the tall boys. So I stocked up.
4: Wow, you're so fucking expensive in Canada. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will say, normally it's five ninety nine plus tax.
4: Oh no, heaven forbid! That's like two tall boys of almost anything. <laughs> I know. Anyway, that's
2: what I'm drinking.
1: All right, okay, Anthony, you're next.
4: So apparently,
0: I'm sleeping though. Um, I'm sorry. No, I... It
1: just seemed like you were sleeping because we were like going off, and you were like, "I'm drunk."
0: <laughs> I'm. I'm actually sober now. Just kind of. I'm a little sleepy, but I'm not sure what I'm gonna do for bare necessities this week. I finished off that holiday pack. Actually, and that's three, not true. There's a few have
4: three weeks worth of games between now and our next recording.
0: Yeah, we got a lot of
4: drinking to fit in there.
0: Um, I had one of the ginger shandies from the holiday pack, and no, not a fan. Really needs needs cranberry with it. Yeah, the cranberry ginger, terrific ginger. No, um, the best out of that was definitely the cocoa. Coco Shandy. See,
1: that's the one I didn't like that much. Oh, I like—I was curious about it, but I was like, ooh, yeah.
3: That's the Linen and Google, right?
0: Right. Yep. Linen Google's Coco Shandy is by far, in a way, way better than Blue Moon's Coco Brown Ale.
4: I do not like Blue Moon.
0: Yeah, I'm not much of a fan either. I've but, never really tried Blue um, Moon. A friend of ours gave us their Christmas gift to us this year, and it was the Jack Daniels holiday special. Ooh. Which came with two tumbler glasses, and it's partnered with the Boston Bruins. So I have two new Tumblr glasses with the Bruins logo. So I think I'm going to do Jack and Gingers.
4: Ooh! You must be coming up on. I'm uh, be able to get Winter Jack in the liquor store. Winter stores.
0: Jack is out. It oh. is in fact
1: out. And I still
3: need to try that. Do I,
1: it. I am a fan of things and ginger. Although I will tell you, no, I'm not going to get into that right now. But yes, Jack and ginger.
0: Yeah, I think because you know I have the no- I now have a 750 a Jack and I'm not a big Jack Jack Daniels fan, but free is good and uh, these are good people and they're actually new listeners to the show. Tasha and Mike, thank you guys. So thank you for listening and thank you for your Christmas present. Nice. I'm very happy with it. Excellent. Because I love Tumblr glasses. <laughs> Tim, you want to go
3: first? Okay, I'm doing something a little different. A little bit different. Um, this is called Truly. It is spiked sparkling water. I
0: saw that. I saw that at the store, and I instantly thought of you, Tim. And instantly it's
3: actually thought of you. fantastic. It's alcoholic water, and I love it. And it's uh, pomegranate. I have pomegranate. You can kind of taste the pomegranate a little bit. But it's just, um, yeah, it's just literally spiked sparkling water, and I fucking love it.
1: So you can taste the pomegranate a little bit, but you can taste the alcohol more?
3: Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. It's absolutely awesome. I They have a lime one. I haven't tried that one, but yeah, it's great. That's what I'm doing. <laughs>
1: Excellent. Sparkling alcoholic water. Alcoholic sparkling water. Fizzy alcoholic liquor. Fizzy
3: water. <laughs> water. Right. I call it drunk water.
1: Drunk water. Fizzy liquor. That's Fizzy. the best one. Drunk water. I want that <laughs> to be a thing. Drunk water. <laughs> Hydrate while you drink.
4: Tough. So, while recording today, I've been drinking um, Alec Keith's Lunenberg uh, Coffee and Cacao Stout, which is lovely.
1: Lunenberg? Yeah. Like, like the German place?
4: Yeah. Um, uh, Keith uh, recently launched a microbrewer for specifically for for, for for circulation just in Nova Scotia to keep up with the burgeoning craft brewery scene. And one of their first it, first first entries was this uh, Coffee and Cacao Stout that's called the Lunenberg, and it's quite nice.
1: Mmm coffee cacao
4: it's, it's nicely balanced it's reasonably light drinking for a stout which is it's nice it's it's crushable for a stout which is odd meanwhile
1: so, so it's kind of between a porter and a stout
4: it does actually it, it's it's it nails porter is what it does most people most breweries can't do porter they don't understand it i think
1: i always find porter to be lacking in flavor
4: or they're too friggin' heavier and are heavier than a lot of stouts which just completely defeats the purpose. Anyway, so I am uh, southbound to New Hampshire tomorrow, so um, a world of American beers is my future. (laughs) But priorities, of course, include um, uh, uh, Narragansett, some uh, (laughs) um, coffee milk stout, and I am excited. (laughs) Um, As well as Moat Mountain's uh, Bone Shaker Brown, which is just wonderful.
1: I feel responsible for one of those. You do. (laughs) And, of
4: course... Whatever else speaks to me at the liquor store, or grocery store, or really any of the diversity of places that aren't government-owned liquor stores that you can buy alcohol in New Hampshire, which is to say all of them. Um,
1: yeah, New so, great.
4: <laughs> Yeah, basically, I'm going to go stay. I'm going to go to the go to the store and stare in awe at the let the display for a while, and then you know grab something. So
0: just don't go to Walmart in Plymouth
1: because it's awful. I don't think he was going to do that, but
4: yeah. You know. I know. No, no, Plymouth's not uh, in general, is not high on the list of places I'm likely to be buying alcohol. It'll be mostly Milford. Also, uh, Bartlett and North Conway. And uh, probably um, uh, um uh, Natick, because that's where I know I can get uh, the coffee right. milk stout. Uh, right, Wonder...
1: right,
0: right. <laughs> Actually, even... Samaha's in Plymouth.
1: Well, I- I'm just saying that I can't guarantee that I could even get you the coffee milk stout in the place that I like to go in Westboro, which would be out of the way anyway. Natick's on the way, so...
4: And I, I guess this is probably not going to air before the game on Tuesday, but uh, otherwise I would say. I'm going to try
1: my hardest to get it on Tuesday. I'm going to do. A I was
4: going to say, those of us, anyone listeners who happen to be at the game, some of us will be in. What section are we in? Uh.
1: Um. Give me a minute. Talk. autographs. Oh. oh, are you going to sing Lady Gaga? Because that would really make me very happy.
3: La, are you la, are you la, caught la, in la, a la.
1: bad romance? Yeah, la, that la, would la. be so great.
0: I don't have a very good poker face.
1: I want your something. I want your something else. You and me could have a bad something.
5: Papa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> whoa.
1: whoa, whoa. Uh, caught in a bad romance. Oh, God, that's, the I'm range. purposely singing that bad. I can sing it a lot better, but I'm not going to. Oh wait a minute! Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Ah, uh, we're in three oh two.
4: So yes, um, uh, VA myself and uh, friends of our and, and other friends of ours who are also lots of fun will be at three oh two at the DM um, uh, game against the Isles on uh, on Tuesday the twentieth. Um, I'll be yes. the the drunk guy who's six foot five wearing an in ac- an blue-cheek jersey because that's the only jersey I have.
1: <laughs> and I'll be the girl with purple hair wearing the Bergeron jersey. The old thirds that nobody likes.
3: <laughs> I like those, actually.
1: I like that they're mostly black. I, you know, actually wearing, I, I just felt my boobs. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. But the the old shield is kind of, oh God, I just hit the microphone. The old shield is kind of cumbersome and it, I always punch myself out with it as I'm putting it on. <laughs> <laughs> But it protects my boobs, so what can I say?
3: What can I say, hey?
1: What am I going to do this week? Okay, well, on Tuesday, I don't know. I'm fr- I'm probably going to drink a lot of beer. I don't know what kind. It's not for me to know right now. Uh, the rest Let the of the liquor week? speak to you. <laughs> right. I got to tell you, I am really a big fan of this Mitch Mixtures, <laughs> Mixtures, 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 mixters, mix-ters, mix-ters, mix-ters.
5: <laughs> Something darms.
1: This Mixtures bourbon. The small batch bourbon. Oh, it is so nice. I had three fingers of it while we were doing this podcast. It was fabulous. I'm a little bit drunk. But anyway, it's good stuff. I really like it. Um, So I think I might drink that on the other days if I can remember and I get rid of this stupid fucking cold. Okay, so. All right, so we're at the end of the episode. Um, we hope everybody has a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah. I'm sorry, I didn't say it right. Hanukkah.
4: Merry Christmas, Mahana Quanzica!
1: Oh my God, that was a lot.
4: And a happy Festivus. Or did do that you know, already happen?
1: So you can find us on SoundCloud, which you've probably already found us on. Um, we can be found on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher. You can talk to us on our Facebook page at Barely in Topic. Also on Twitter, which most of you do. Uh, we had shoutouts from Jean Catherine and M. Steinman, I think, this week. Were there more people? Guys, remember, if we didn't mention you this time, we will definitely mention you the next time. I'm sorry, I'm a little bit drunk. You know how it is. And uh, we appreciate any time you can talk to us on our Twitter account at barely on topic. You can, like I said, on Facebook, but nobody really talks to us on Facebook. You can even find us on our personal Twitters from time to time, which I will not publicize. You have to find them yourselves. Um, Good luck. <laughs> I don't know. People have found us.
3: Yeah, but mine's private, so good luck. I know.
4: And Any- Catherine found you anyway. Meanwhile, she didn't find Anthony. <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Is there anything else I, mentioned, I didn't mention?
4: I don't
3: think so.
1: Okay. Tim, take us out.
3: Word!